everybody. This is Texas Tim joining you for the third week of Holy Commutes here in April. It's April 18th on Tuesday, and it's getting closer to the big tournament coming up this weekend in the uh, in the Maw Tournament, 20, I think 24 teams. Joining me tonight uh, for my third installment of this fun idea, fantasy fun idea of this state wiffle ball tournament. Uh, thing is again tom gannon joining me for episode number three tom welcome aboard yeah thanks for having me i mean i don't have my own day this season but you know i could stay away and that's okay i'm inv- you see me inviting you you have no obligation you have no agenda you're just you, you don't have any pressure oh, I, I have anything. an agenda but that's fine hey so you're getting ready to uh as as this gets aired as people are listening to this on tuesday morning you're actually in route maryland for the tournament and you're well, pretty... no, I'll be I'll be on my way to massive I'll be on my way to massive two shits as you like to call it and so you're actually pretty excited about this tournament th- this weekend right pretty excited are you kidding me that's an understatement I mean this is this is the best mid-Atlantic opening day there's ever been it's like a mini UF there's only 24 teams there's only two strikes but you've got guys coming from all over the country and I think everyone is going there to kind of see where they stock up at the beginning of the season, see what they need to work on all season and get ready for you. If I'm super excited. Well, uh, Tom coming up this weekend, I know your team's loaded. You're playing on the stompers. Who's all playing with you guys. The stompers. We're going to have a full roster opening day. Bryce Clark, Gino Joseph, myself, Nate Cruz, Sean Ryan, and our new addition, Colin Prentice. I'm just so excited. I think the best thing we have is that our rotation, we got four guys that can pitch. And I don't think any of us could tell you who our ace is. I mean, we all think we're the best pitcher on the team, probably. Yeah, but we all know it's uh, it's actually not you. So, uh, <laughs> all right, I'm I'm excited. I, I'm I'm heading out of town this weekend, and so I'm going to have to be keeping up with social media. I may be texting you to try to find out, send me some results, take some screenshots of the bracket. Um, so I'll be I'll be blitzing that out. So. Uh, uh, going out of town on vacation. I'll be gone a week. So anyway, hey, on our subject of this big state tournament, last week we got to announce what we thought were some of our players on that might be represented of teams. We got to 29 states. We know that there's probably some more. But did you get any feedback from our pod on, on did we miss somebody? Did someone say you got this one wrong or – did you get much any feedback at all? Honestly, I got almost no backlash. I thought more people were going to be angry. I know Lanigan tweeted out that I forgot Ryan Wood. Uh, but I did mention Ryan Wood the first take of that yeah. Yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do remember I listened back and it's like, oh, yeah, all you guys from New York, I'm tired of telling you how good you are. And I just glanced over all the, you know, sort of alternates for the New York team. Right. And I also found out that Ryan Bush was born in Maine. So he can join the boys in the barn they can get get themselves another big arm yeah as as we talk about the format for this there's a ton of different ideas that we could throw out and i do want to say we just mentioned in a perfect world you might take your all-star team from each state but that's really not going to be realistic uh let's say if you did this right and we we made this big tournament and the state of new york needed a representative I'm not really sure you could pick a, a a person to pick the best players. There'd be a lot of people wanting to play. You almost would have to have 
a playoff format in each state to where if teams wanted to challenge those guys, right, the best way to do it was to, let's say we did put a team together of the best players, what we think is in New York. There's another five players that going, wait a minute, I think we can beat them, right? And we want to have a playoff or we want to have a little mini tournament to see which team is going to represent the state of New York, right? So maybe in a perfect world, you have this playoff system like you do the Little League World Series. I mean, the Little League, Little League World Series where you actually put your team together and there's a big tournament that teams can go and play in and get, you know, with the eligibility requirements to represent each state, because I don't think you're going to get the top five all say, yes, we all like each other and play on the same team. Right. And the chemistry probably wouldn't uh, be, be as great. So maybe you have this playoff in each state. Maybe there's only one team in Maine that gets represented, but they don't have to have a default playoff, but, when there's multiple teams and multiple people, you have a state playoff. Yeah. New York, Pennsylvania, maybe Texas, New Jersey, maybe. Yeah, I don't think Texas. Is- Indiana. Yeah. No. Yes, and 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 uh, I think that there's a lot of states like that has a ton of of talent, and they just have to battle out survival of the fittest. Eight teams enter, one team leaves, type of thing, right? So, uh, type of representative, and and. So I think something like that could be be really cool as far as the the playoff type of thing. And Absolutely, you want to hear Tim? You ready for my dream format? What's that? Little League International just runs the tournament for us. We get all their resources, and like you said about where you live now or where you were born, if you would be eligible to be in the Little League where you live, or the Little League program that you played in as a Little Leaguer would be your two options for where to play. So and, you know, Daniel Lanigan, Lanigan has to play for Staten Island Little League, right? Yeah. Well, or if you know where wherever, he, yeah, he still lives there now, right? That, yeah. that would be his only option. And then here's here's the other wrinkle, you know, because obviously you wouldn't want to have the, you know, you want people over twelve. Think about all like the little league dads that would probably sign up for this. I don't but know. the other wrinkle I would love to see is that imagine you have this big regional playoff for each state. Once you knock out a team, you can pick one player on that team and add them to your team. Well, you're gonna kick a t- kid off your a guy off your team. No, no, you just you just might just have a giant roster. Who cares? Well, then if you keep eliminating players, you could have a roster of like 25. Oh, yeah, maybe you have to cut someone then. Make tough choices. You're you're hey, right. You still you still can only have what five guys in the lineup, four guys in the field. Like, who cares how big a roster is? Is that really gonna help? And then what you're saying, if if you got Little League International to do it, we're playing this big tournament in Williamsport. Oh yeah, like think about. It. Yeah, imagine, you know, we have it like two weeks after the Little League World Series so we can ruin the field and they have a whole year to fix it. I mean, <laughs> it'd be the dream. I mean, think about how many wiffle ball players wish that their Little League was good enough for them to get there. I wonder if anyone, if tweet at us, if there's anyone listening that either went to Williamsport or like got close when they were in Little League. Because, you know, like I sucked at baseball. I wasn't even on the town all-star team when I was 12. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I my little league all-star team, I th- we thought we were really great and we got eliminated in the first tournament. And so, you know, the talent level at each level goes. Yeah. Really- so that's a really good concept of, of doing something like that. But I really do, do think that it would be, in my opinion, more fun and more energy 
if you had a national tournament where all the states were present, all states representative were present at one time. In Little League, you you only have well, they, they yeah, it's just the regions. The, just the regions, and they they used to only have eight. They've now got they now have sixteen uh, regions nationally. When they were at only eight before, and so I really think that I, I'm not really. I would love to have each state there. The energy level. Imagine you with if you had a qualifying process and only brought the top eight teams to you with. Well, who's watching? Where's where's the energy? Everybody there and walking around and watching the players. The energy was amazing. So this would need to be the same. Yeah, and having having ten fields with a game all at the same time. Like you need at least right. twenty teams for that. Correct. And that's what I, you know, and I posted on Twitter just before we went on the air about, hey, if you were going to have this tournament, where would it be? Here's some of the parameters and it needs at least enough for 10 fields. Uh, throw out spitball some spitball some ideas. And and so I'm looking to see, I, I have a couple facilities in mind that I'll really Williamsport, man. Williamsport. It's magical. I've never it, even been there. And I know that. Yeah, it is really cool. And there are other facilities in the country like that, like in Cooperstown, New York, there are two facilities. Yeah, one, one is one is uh, the big league. Uh, 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 my son played there big when league he was dreams. twelve. Yeah, big league dreams, and there's another one that's spinoff of it, and they have massive amount of fields all over. And I coached a team there back in 2005, and they have. Get this, they have dorm, they have uh, uh, rooms there, big, big rooms like you would stay in a barracks with bunk beds and stuff. And they have a chow hall, they have uh, all kinds of stuff where everything's right there. And that I did look at that. Here's my problem with Cooperstown it's not accessible very to an airport. So, oh god yeah that's a nightmare to get to but yeah. imagine you have unlimited money and we got vans from whatever airport you want to fly into albany is probably one of the closest and yeah that's not that close and it's not that close <laughs> and because we flew into albany but i'm telling you that that something like that would be sick you know it, it is a magical place right and yeah. and it's like the fact that it's not close to an airport in some way kind of makes it even cooler that maybe so maybe so but anyway so the format is to get all these teams there and have the energy of, of all this crazy, amazing whiffs and and players in their own state's uniform and colors, right? Can you imagine some of the sick uniforms that could be made representing your state? Yeah, using the state flag and the colors from that. But I mean, yes. think about the think about the World Baseball Classic uniforms, except for Great Britain. You know what I mean? Right, except Great Britain. What what would your state look like, Tom? What would what what colors are your state, and what what do you think it might look like? Massachusetts state flag. I think it's blue and white with a with a hint of yellow. So I mean, that's we we can go a lot of different directions with that. Yeah. I think it'd be beautiful. I don't, I don't know what the Nevada state flag looks like. Uh, not a, not a true Nevadan. I think this summer my ID expires, so I'm gonna get a Nevada ID. Oh. Uh, because that's that's the state I would probably make the team on. I'm not sure if I'm getting on Team Massachusetts. Yeah, and you could do all kinds of things. Yeah, uh, the ne ne Nevada flag's pretty boring, and <laughs> you know you could. See I might have to move. I might have to move to Utah and play with. It's Stein. sort of pretty boring. You can see right there, and, and oh, similar colors too. Yeah, 
So it's, it, but nonetheless, and you don't even have to use your colors. Now, Texas has to be red, white, and blue theme type of thing. Um, but, but I, with a big star on it, like the Lone Star, like right here oh, on yeah. your chest. And you really can, cool. You can stuff. use like the state mottos for stuff. I mean, think about like, yeah, if you, our had, motto. if you had fan bases coming out to this, I mean, obviously, like there's not a lot of football fans that aren't players, but like this is a fantasy. We're imagining people from all over your state are coming to be fans. Yeah. So our flag in Texas is going to have, I mean, our shirt have this big lone star and then maybe on the other side, a big wiffle ball and the state motto right in front, come and take it, man. Oh, I thought, I thought the state motto of Texas was yeehaw. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So anyway, it's really cool, but man, that would be, would be awesome. Can you imagine, uh, uh, Trent doing some mock-ups for, for uniforms for different States? How, how cool that might look. Oh man, if he's listens to the podcast, maybe he's done that already. No, I it would be cool if he started did some mock-ups of state uniforms. I would be that would be awesome. So Tim, are you gonna announce a date and a location next week? I feel I feel like this is a real tournament. Coming. Hey, I tell you what, I've always thought, and this is true, and I know is if if I were to win like the the mega the mega millions. Are you tell me you did. No, I didn't. I did not. If I were to win the mega millions. I would build honestly just for grins and giggles because I can is build a complex for wiffle ball. I have an unlimited marketing budget right there at that point, because that's the problem with trying to expand the sport is the marketing. And, and so I, the design, I've already thought about different things in my head and the wagon wheel design of, of fields and, and concessions and things like that of, and, and holding these, massive tournaments and yeah leading. you already have the blueprints don't you yeah yeah i already do i've already, I've already got it through through the zoning i got zoning already approved all that kind of stuff yeah no. you know what type of lumber you're gonna use i don't know if it you know i don't know lumber deteriorates we'll have to see some of that fake wood stuff right um but no, no you're but, gonna, you gotta just steal a bunch of plywood signs from the local little league field oh man <laughs> I, I have experience you already know that right you think that's so funny so <laughs> so anyway but the format i really think it was cool and you talked about since we mentioned 29 teams that it, the possibility of maybe making a 32 team format and inviting hawaii. yeah let's just pretend let's just oh. pretend there's three more states yeah, yeah. to play with hawaii alaska and wyoming i'll have a <laughs> you picked the three states that definitely know. Actually, Hawaii my baseball is pretty big in Hawaii. Oh, big. I feel like yeah. they're always the, the state for the Little League World Series. Yeah. Hawaii would put together one heck of a team. I really do. I think they would. Um, so anyway, you do this big state tournament, 32 teams. I mean, do you build it up into pools? You know, do you do some type of UF format or something? What are you thinking? I mean, I'm thinking I, I really just want someone at Little League International to just run this tournament for us, and they can use the same Little League World Series format. Yeah, but they don't have 32 teams in Williamsport playing each other. Yeah, well, that's a good back. point. That's not true. They, that's not true. Now that they've expanded, that's not true. Now that they've expanded, they have more teams at Williamsport. They it's still, I don't think it's 32, though, is it? Dude, it's a it's lot. probably less than that. I'm sure they can adapt it to make it 32. I mean, it's it's pools of four, isn't it? Yeah, always have a bigger bracket. But it's box. almost, a, but it's a double elimination format. That's the problem. Is uh, it's a double elimination format, 
And I know none of the wiffle ball players would really, really in, like to do that. It's just too much. I don't know, man. NWA has been double elimination, and people seem fine with that. So there's 20 teams at the Little League World Series. They've expanded from 8 to 10. So there's now 20. There's 10 international and 10 uh, U.S.-based teams. So you're at 20. But I do think since the games are shorter and you have – we, we're, we're going to come up with a bunch of fields. Um, you could do a similar format, but it's got to be bigger than a double elimination. You know, and yeah, I, well, don't they don't they have pool play before double elimination in the little no, league? Here? No, no, they changed it when they expanded. No, no, they d- didn't have pool play. You're in a pool, but you're sort of double elimination in your pool. Oh, then, yeah, yeah. It's like pools of four, and you just do double elimination to see who gets out right, of Right, right. If you think about the uh, World College World Series where they have eight teams, you know, it's still double elimination, but they got it divided up into fours, right? And they're yeah. trying to get the winner I from mean, each one. I wouldn't mind that. I think that would be a cool format. But I I, I do – I don't think double elimination is good for, for this. I, because at that point, if you, if you bring in – I don't know uh, a 32 team double elimination tournament. I mean, you're, you're dealing with a lot. I mean, it's, um, I mean, if you think about, if you think about mid Atlantic opening day this weekend, technically it's not really double elimination, but if you lose two out of your first three games, you're eliminated. So it's similar. Yeah. I thought, I thought you can lose two. And still make it back in. Your third game is a play. No, if you if you if you're one and two, you're in the sort of like players cup consolation bracket. The winner of the consolation bracket doesn't get back in. Oh, if you go 0 and 2, you can't win the whole thing. Yeah, if you go 0 and 2, you're done. So uh what is it? It's Earl, Withink, Cajuns, and Canes. One of those teams is gonna be 0 and 2, and they're gonna be SOL. Wow. Well, that's not exactly how we did it in UF. If you lost your first two. You win your next. Yeah, yeah, they 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 could again. climb their way back in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe you do some. We do something like that, right? Because we were we were at thirty teams in UF, and so we already have that format set up to do something like that. Um, so if we do have thirty states represented, we could do something very similar. And I really like it. And even have, if we can't find thirty-two states, we can just have two buys in there because if we bring sure. a team from North Dakota, they're they're a buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely got to get to North Dakota, Montana, something like the Wyoming to get Idaho. Are there even five people that live in Montana? Yes, yes, yes. So we just, we just, I'm sure they got a softball league and in, in Billings, and we go down and get Joe softball. Hey, we got this free trip down to wherever we're doing this tournament. We're paying your way. Come down and play some whiffs, right? No, we got to, uh, we actually, we got to get Jared Lamp, the moonshot guy from Idaho. Oh, yeah. Just have him drag four buddies. He's from Idaho, right? Yeah, yeah. What if we did this tournament in Iowa? I mean, in you know, at the Field of Dreams, right? We mow down a couple more cornfields, build some wiffle ball fields. They already have two. Yeah, I mean, I think we – if you've got the Field of Dreams field, I don't even – like, I, that's plenty of room for fields. Because yeah. when you think about, like, I know you with at People's Bank Park, we could fit, what, 10 fields? Yeah. And they've got that big arch nemesis – wall in left field if you go to other sort of big league ballparks right there's even a lot more real estate out there in the outfield you could probably fit yeah yeah well 
it is an interesting thing to do the format and it's really cool. You know, when you took a step back after we talked about these teams last week, were there any couple of teams that stood out at you like a couple of States that went, Holy cow. I think this state's got the inside track. I mean, I think obviously I'm a little biased because I've played a lot in these two States, but I would say New York and Pennsylvania are sort of the two powerhouses that I would like to see meet in the final. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Michigan, Michigan's in there too. I, I, I think those are my three. So that I would make money on. All right, Tom, you and I are gonna, you and I are commish, right? So we're doing this commish thing. Um, how do we divide it up? Do you think it would be cool to do a format where you had pools represented regions and we're at the same place, right? All the same complex, but do you have a West Coast region? Uh, of those teams in a little pool, you know, the Nevada, the California, the, the, the Steins team from Utah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, do you, do you do a team, a little pool of, of everything, however far West that we, we went, whether it might include Colorado or anything like that. And then on the Southeast, do you do the Florida, the Georgia, uh, whether it's Texas, uh, Louisiana. I know as we get up Northeast, it starts to get complicated, but then maybe you make those different regions, the the Atlantic uh, region, the, this region or whatever. Do you think that's a good idea or do you think some of those would be too loaded? I mean, I think it's a good idea because even if it's too loaded, like there's, there's good teams in every region. It's not like you're not going to get a great finals matchup if Pennsylvania and New York are on the same side of the bracket. But yeah. I do think it would be kind of cool if uh, if you drafted the pools. I know NWA yeah. used to do this. I think in Golden Stick they had like the call out thing yes. where you know the yeah. top seed picks their opponent. Yeah. Because that that really puts a chip on the other team's shoulder. Like, oh, they picked us because they thought we were the easiest matchup. And uh, I just I think that like that almost builds a fake rivalry because it's all oh, they they picked us because they thought they could beat us. They think they're better than we are. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole concept is is crazy fun to think about, right? Because, you know, I think you start getting rivalries even with inside your state, right? You got, you would have like uh, border wars, you know? Uh, I, I just think the energy and excitement of representing your state is, is, will be, would be phenomenal. And I think, think about like the guys, like I'm assuming, I guess we would make it that, the player can choose what state they want to try out for or be a part of. So think about the rivalries of, I don't know, someone like that, you know, lives in one state and was born in the other and, you know, whatever state they pick, the other state's going to be pissed. They don't have them, you know? Yeah. But the, the, it, we sort of had that when, uh, you know, we sort of had that in the uh, world baseball classic where you had guys going to other countries because they had some lineage there and that was yeah, dual, the, the dual citizenship, I think is yeah. gives people the option to play for multiple countries. Yeah. And that was the way of them sort of like Tom Gannon can't make his own state. So he goes over to a weaker state to try to make the team. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I'll move to Colorado to play with uh, Joe Evanish and Anthony DiDio. <laughs> Listen, you can't just move in. That's, that's, be that's better than playing a Stein. Now you just can't move in for the week and be eligible. There's got we'd have to have some tighter. All right. Well, what, what do you what do you think we should make the rule is then? You're, you're a commish. You, I, 
But you have, you have to. A ca- you have a cable bill? No, that's too easy. I, <laughs> right now, I can sign up for cable in Arizona and get a cable bill. All right, you need to have a year old cable bill then. M- maybe you got to have maybe something, but you got or your driver's license has to say that. Ooh, that's good. Yes, your driver's license and your birth certificate. Those are your two things. Correct. I like that. Yeah. And then if you don't, if you're, if you say, well, I moved there, but my driver's license is not up to date, then sorry, you're not eligible. Yeah. You, you, you know? better get a driver's license in that state before the tournament starts. Correct. And see there, th- that makes effort, right? You're not going to just go yeah. and get a driver's license in, in such and Colorado. Such state, yeah. Colorado. I'm going to do that. Just, just for the hell of it. Right. You, you if might. I get cut from team Nevada, I'll do it. You go to Colorado. <laughs> so, but anyway, there definitely have to be some eligibility, uh, parameters there's going to be some guys making fake ids for this tim we got to be careful oh my gosh you're right you, that's true it's, it's going to be all kinds of stuff wait wait a second wait a second there's no way that you this doesn't have the watermark on it right it's you know it's like what was that what was that team in the little league world series from like chicago that all had all yeah. these ringer yeah. kids that weren't actually from there every juggernaut player is going to have a wyoming address and represent the state <laughs> of wyoming <laughs> <laughs> right they all have fake ids from why yeah, it'll be the same address they're going to pay somebody to go out there and renew all their ids for them right right see I, already cheating we haven't even started this gannon and we yeah, are you know what? honestly if they, if they're willing to put that much effort and we need a team wyoming i mean like we said we only have 29 real states we need a couple fake ones right right i think i think the concept is is phenomenal so uh um, so, you know, without going into more detail of this, we really started up a lot of conversation and just jibber jabbing back and forth. I'm not going to take up a lot of your time, but I do wish you all the luck, uh, this coming weekend, because Tom Gannon, if you're pitching, you're, you're definitely going to need the luck. So I'm going to go hey, not, the- not against TC 35, your boys, TC 35 couldn't touch me when I went down to Texas nine oh. up, nine down. Oh, oh, Okay. So the over under on Gannon getting a win pitching at this tournament this weekend is actually I don't I don't even think you get a win this weekend, Tom. If you do, next time you come down here, I'm buying you lunch and dinner if you get a win this weekend. You're even if I don't, I bet you will. Or I guess just lunch or dinner. I only get one okay. meal if I don't get a win. Well, because you know I'm a nice guy, right? So. I fed you last time you were here. I, I, yeah, I, that barbecue place was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what, what was the name anyway? of that place? Let's give them a plug. That place was awesome. I think it was JJ's Barbecue. Yeah, JJ I'm barbecue. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I've actually had some other WIF guys during um, uh, the last Fast Plastic game. I took them there. I like calling it, I like calling it Last Plastic 2019. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Hey, I really appreciate it, and I know you're about to get on a plane and get out of there, but you have a lot of fun. I may text you. Text me stuff about this weekend because you are going to be my only source of getting information and and the internet. So Yeah, I'll tell Chase. Yeah, I really appreciate you uh, having fun with me and all of this garb and gabs and whatever about all this, this little fake tournament and – uh, I know you still think I'm going to make an announcement, but uh, that would that would yeah. Be I'm I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure that next week's show is you're saying all right, <laughs> it's going to be the end of September, and it's going to be in Texas at that miniature Fenway where they had you know that tournament. 
Right, right, right. Hey, I really every, every team has a thousand dollar stipend. Okay, all right. Yep. <laughs> That's it's we're getting yep. there. All right, bud. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun uh going back and forth. Next week I'm going to have one on I will be talking about possible locations. If you jump on Twitter, give me an idea. I already have Lanigan piping in on Twitter. <laughs> I see his stuff coming across. And so I'm telling you, Tim, Williamsport. We're gonna don't forget to bu- don't forget to buy your Powerball ticket so we can have this tournament right. next year. All right, we're going to talk about it. Williamsport will come up, Cooperstown will come up, as well as a lot of other things as well. Uh, yeah, Fenway Park, Wrigley Field, yeah, Dodger Stadium. We don't it, too much wind at, at, at Wrigley for a wiffle ball. I think so. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. I really appreciate it, Tom. Have a lot of fun this weekend, and good luck. I really do. This is Texas Tim for Holy Commutes for April 18th, and I will see you next week.